is an urban renewal and property development specialist whose reputation is centred on delivering great places to live and work. They take pride in transforming and delivering harmonious communities. East Village, developed by Pace, is a mixed-use residential and retail precinct, combining leading-edge apartments and a unique and vibrant urban marketplace. East Village has won numerous prestigious awards, including the 2015 Australian Development of the Year, awarded by the Urban Task Force. Pace, transforming places since 1978. Station sponsor. And now on a live 90.5, here's the latest news brought to you by Pace, transforming places since 1978. I'm Josh Bryant. The Deputy Prime Minister says nothing will be left unturned in the investigation into a train derailment in Victoria. The driver and pilot died when the train from Sydney to Melbourne came off the tracks north of the Victorian capital. Another 12 people have been treated for minor injuries, 11 taken to hospital. The rail, tram and bus union says the section of the track was awaiting maintenance. Michael McCormack says the Transport Safety Bureau probe will find out exactly what went wrong. Those uh, investigations... Uh, start now and uh, certainly uh, nothing uh, will be left unturned to make sure that we get uh, the proper answers to uh, what actually took place last night. Two of the Australians taken off a cruise ship docked in Japan and flown to Darwin have tested positive to coronavirus. Six people were taken into isolation after presenting with symptoms upon arrival in Australia. Two have been diagnosed with COVID-19. A rally is being held in Brisbane this afternoon to take a stand against domestic violence. The Red Rose Foundation has organised the meeting in honour of the woman and three children killed in a car fire lit by her estranged husband. The Minister for the National Disability Insurance Scheme says New South Wales and Victoria are trying to bully their way into getting more money. The state's Disability Services Minister has penned a bipartisan letter to the Commonwealth calling for funding not to be withheld until after the May budget, but Federal Minister Stuart Roberts said all the states and territories would need to agree to access these particular funding. These are reserve funds, Ray, about a billion dollars that are designed as an insurance reserve contingency fund mm. that all the states and territories must agree on how it's spent or indeed if it's spent at all. But that's a decision for all the states and territories, not for the two big states to bully everyone else. Labor will adopt a net zero emissions target by 2050, but won't say how much it will cost. Opposition leader Anthony Albanese is announcing the long-term policy commitment during a speech this, today. And there's a fresh push to increase the new start allowance as a report shows 3 million Australians are living below the poverty line. A survey has found 8 in 10 people on the welfare payments say they regularly skip meals. More than half report having less than $15 a day once they've covered their housing costs. In sport, the Australian women's cricket team is weighing up its options ahead of tonight's opening game at the 2020 World Cup taking on India. Pace bowler Taylor Vlemick has... Play no part in the tournament. She's been ruled out with a foot injury. Tennis legend Roger Federer will miss this year's French Tennis Open. He's revealed he needs surgery on a knee injury, but is hoping to be back in time for Wimbledon. In NRL, the Rabbitohs have confirmed the succession plan once Wayne Bennett ends his time as head coach at the end of 2021 season. Assistant coach Jason Dimitri will take over and has signed a contract extension. That's the latest news and sports. Welcome to Lion 90.5 Business Insights with Mario. Uh, it's time for the weather. Today, the current temperature is currently 24.5. 
22 degrees, but today it's going to be maximum 25 degrees and tonight's going to be 17. The rest of the week looks very wet. Uh, Saturday and Sunday, which is going to be maximum temperature 26 degrees. Uh, it's going to be with showers. Monday 29, Tuesday 31, Wednesday 31, and Thursday 30, 24, but with possible showers. You're listening live, 90.5, Business Insights with Mario. Uh, the show, he changed the format. Uh, and uh, from now on, you're going to listen to my beautiful voice of Mario Beckes. Later on, we're going to introduce our guests. Alive 90.5, Business Insights with Mario. Here's Dr. Jack from Beyond Infinity Dental. After a chat with me, a man who hadn't been to the dentist in ages finally has the courage to come and see me. We kept a couple of his top teeth, replaced broken fillings on his lower teeth, and gave him a more comfortable teeth. He was a new man. He said it was a pleasure to go to the dentist and it's the best thing that's happened to him. Would you like the best in dental care? Call Dr. Jack on 9838 or pop in at Shop 28 Winston Hill Shop Centre, 180 Caroline Chisholm Drive, Winston Hill, 2153, or go online, infinitydentalcare.com.au. Station sponsor. You might find me out of order Waiting for the trumpet call Oh, you see me like a stranger Well, I've been waiting for the storm Singing, amen, amen, Alive 90.5 business insights with Mario. As I mentioned before, today 
um, previously known success and wellness been replaced uh, with me uh, as the start of the show, of course, you know, I mean, Mario. <laughs> so you're going to be, you know, with my voice for the rest of the year in this time, 12 to 2 p.m. And thank you for listening alive 90.5. Now, I have a two very interesting guests today in the studio. And as usually, we'd love to talk about business and giving tips and advices. I'd like to share that those two guests today, they are very successful businessmen. But they are successful because they've been broken down in a life. Um, from my personal experience, and um, I can't, you know, just say I'm just a great guy and, you know, I'm successful, you know what I mean? And all this is beautiful things he's saying, but behind every success, it's actually many obstacles you need to reach. Reaching those obstacles and overcoming them, it is the hardest point. And uh, everybody who is listening, you know, just ask yourself, you know, how did you overcome obstacles? Do not think about obstacles. There is a good saying in India, um, <laughs> the patients get the uh, medicine and they say if they think about monkey, the monkey, you know what I mean, the medicine will not work. So, you know what I mean, of course, subconsciously people's going to think about monkey and medicine will not work. Now in life, we don't use it quite often. Our subconscious, we seeing black and white. Now, I do have that those two special guests who's going to share with me through my experience and their experience how they overcome their obstacles. The first guest in studio and second guest in studio, Dennis, welcome to studio. Welcome, Mario. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, you were angry. And John, welcome to the studio. Thank you so much, Mario. Thanks for having you me. You look at your smile. You know, you're very happy now. You know what I mean? Cool. You will not get my chocolate during, during the show. <laughs> and uh, I have the second part of the team of Angry Ant, Karen. How are you, Karen? Hi, Mario. How are you? Not bad, not bad. Karen, listen, I know we're dragging the studio today, and there's a reason because your partner yesterday broke me on uh, sparring, I'm sorry, on training. And uh, actually, I must say sometimes, you know, that uh, the best results, you know, to overcoming obstacles, regardless, they're being the financial, they're being the, you know, relationship or the work one, and the most importantly, mental ones, comes to the resources you are least expected. I know personally, six years ago, I had a big, big hit in my life. Um, which shook it to the, to the bottom, to the core, my life, personally, business, and, uh, you know, making my family to go, everybody in different direction in their lives, and uh, seeing me suffering, and uh, I didn't want to admit I'm suffering, so I turned myself to Nutella. Nutella, of course, has a great product. <laughs> oh, no, I mean? Not good for boxing. <laughs> not good for boxing. And I gained like 20, 20 kilos. And then I discovered that I actually, I can't fit my clothes anymore. I was hiding myself behind many, many things, which is hard to me to admit because, you know, I even cry, which I don't want to accept that I cried. But, you know, life is full of surprises. Now, I know that today, Angry Ant, Dennis, and uh, John's going to talk about something, how they can help people, how they overcome their obstacles, which is the mental ones. But before I continue introducing our guest, I'd like to say something about mental illness. Mental illness is very common. One in five... 20% assurance age 16 to 85 experience a mental illness in a year. One of the 20% Australians with a mental illness is in one year, or they have the 11 11.5% disorder, and 8.5% have two or more disorders. Almost half 45% of Australians, male and female, will experience a mental illness in their family. How they're coping with this, we're going to discuss today with our guest. Dennis and John. So, Dennis, once again, welcome to the studio. Thank you very much for having me. Okay, you, before we continue, before I start promoting, you know, Angry Ant, because I said, like, you know, this is very interesting. Why Angry Ant? 
it's a it's a funny story, Mario. Um, that that the name Angry Ant came back when Karen and I were working when I first started personal training at Coles at night time to make ends meet. And I was we were working at Coles at night time, so yeah. I was working at the gym through the day. Coles at night. I got into a uh, little sh- uh, a little a little fight, if you if you want to say, with a <laughs> little fight again. Yeah, with a, with a cleaner. <laughs> with a cleaner, we had a bit of a disagreement, and it was caught on camera. And the next day I came to work, uh, the manager called me into his office and he said to me, can you, can you explain what happened last night? I said, what happened last night? He goes, and he pressed the monitor, he goes, can you dis- explain this? And I said, oh, sorry, I, didn't, I hope it won't happen again. And then he goes to me, you angry ant. Okay, can you describe yourself your physical look? My physical look. So people, people yeah. can get a picture. Yeah, yeah. I, it's going to be, you know, appropriate for me to say <laughs> your look. Five foot one. Five foot one. Okay. Five foot one. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Um, most of my fights, I had at fifty-two or fifty-four kgs. Yes. Kilos. Um, yeah, like I had a double hip replacement in two thousand eight. I lost twenty-two kilos, so I've come down and I fight. I fight at uh, fifty-two kilos because of my height. So, you know, oh, okay. That's, that's well, ladies and gentlemen, that's an angry end. Dennis, sorry, your surname, can you pronounce again? Giacomelos. Giacomelos. And our second guest today, before we take a break, John Rossetti. Welcome, John. Pleasure. And look, if you want to ever wonder how the Wonder Kid looks like, it's, with, it's next to me, it's with us in studio, John Rossetti. John, I know that you have so much to share. Yes. But I said, like, I want to hear your story before everybody starts. You know I mean? Who's John Rossetti? Okay. I guess... Um, I uh, I came from Melbourne, um, and uh, you know I knew my wife um, for many years, yeah. uh, and you know I decided uh, to to live and to move here from because um, you know, I knew her as a teenager, and uh, she lives at Mascot, and I've been going to Mascot ever since the eighties, and I thought you know I'm going to make this holiday place a home. So I've been here for the last uh, 23 years or so. Uh-huh, okay, so you moved from, ho- from um, Melbourne. From Melbourne. Oh, yeah. So I guess, you know, missing mum and dad and, and my sister and my brother, it, it, it's hard. Yeah. You know, especially when you're in your early 20s and uh, that's another mental thing that, you know, you've got to overcome. So I was very slim. Yeah. Um, I put on a little bit of weight. Um, I'd say that every time I was working for somewhere or when I wasn't working for somewhere, I'll either put weight on or weight off. So there was always that, um, and and I worked, you know, for companies like uh, for Mark Burris and David Thoherty. Yeah. So these are Fortune 500 companies, ASX listed companies. Are you getting, working uh, as a you, traffic? Did you, did you get a lot of sweets for free, or like? I'd say, uh, <laughs> oh, the, the the first the, 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 actually, I got the flu uh, the flu uh, yeah. injection for flu, free. Free. <laughs> and he, uh, there was uh, a injection. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't like wasn't chipping yet. I mean, maybe yeah. you know, <laughs> tricks you. Yeah, I mean, you never know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, alive 90.5 business insights with Mario. We take a short break and we continue with our guests Dennis and John your sound your community alive 90.5 there's a nail in the door and there's glass on the lawn tacks on the floor and the TV is on
Welcome back to the studio. A live 90.5 FM business insights with Mario, the Sydney most favorite business radio talk show. Uh, as I mentioned in the beginning, and you already know our guests. I mean, if you have the mobile phones, your laptops, or your PCs, please Google the Joe, sorry, Dennis, again, surname. Giacomelos. Okay, we can, sue De- we can say Dennis Angriant, right? Angriant. And the genre city. Yeah. R-A-C-I-T-I. I could spell that one. It's easy for me. That yeah. one is easy for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Usually in really long ones. <laughs> yeah. The reason why I have the, these two guests today in the studio, which we, you know, we often neglecting one, one most rudimental thing, which, which is our health. And our health doesn't come only because it's a good shape like myself. You know, like if you, if you Google Mario Beckers, you're going to see six pack after last night training with Dennis. But I think it is what most important it is what, makes us alive it's our mental thinking and our mental health i personally grew up in society where the male he's not been allowed to be nothing that the man you know you need to you know to suppress and all your feelings your emotions and never talk that you're weak or you know you have the problems in your life because how are you going to take care of a family as old i become senior citizen i'm 48 now so <laughs> 47 48 you know, I realize how much things I suppress in my life and I could be more happier much more earlier if I done some things earlier, like boxing. Now, Angry Ant. Yes, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> we now know why you're Angry Ant, uh, but, but the, can you tell us a story about, about Dennis? From the about day me. number one, you know, yeah. when you open your eyes, I said, like, one day I'm going to see Karen. Yes? Right. Yeah. That well. was a... Yeah, yeah. My well, my story, Mario. Like I, I played rugby league up yeah. up until sixteen, and then my father, God bless his soul, has passed away now. He, yeah, he came to watch me play, and he was horrified. He said to me, "Why? Oh, Why was, horrified? Because I was so small." He yeah, said, he don't said, forget, Dennis is a five five foot one. Did I say correctly? Yeah, five okay. foot one. He said to me after the game, he goes to me, I don't want you playing footy anymore, rugby league anymore. I said, why, Dad? He goes, you're, you're, you're about 55 kilos and you're playing against guys that are 90 kilos. It's not going to work. He goes, I want you to box. So <laughs> I, ended up, I ended up at Police Boys Club. So and let me understand. So your father says, like, I don't want you to play the footy because yep. you're light and you're short. Too small. Can I say too small? Yeah. You're five foot, five foot one. But then you... Choose a very, very, um, how to say, uh, very uh, honorable sport, which is boxing. boxing. And he <laughs> had a good point, but. Why is a good point? The point was, he said to me, if you ever want to compete, he said to me, you're, you're going to compete against people your own size and weight. In rugby league, it doesn't happen that way. He said, in boxing, you'll fight someone that's your, your size and weight. Makes and it was the best thing I ever done. May I ask you something? It's a personal question. Yep. Like, in that early age, you know, you, you choose to play the footy, and uh, due to your height and weight, did you experience you being taken advantage of the other guys? They're like, you know, all the, you know, the heavier guys and the bigger guys. They say like, I'm gonna squash him, you know, mean, this and that. Yeah, like, yes, yeah, so, yeah I, I get that a little bit, but like, like I, I played like SG ball for Balmain, so that under 16s rep football, um, yeah. and then and then that, like I said, they were just too big, and I was getting too many injuries. Yeah, Jesus, that's that's a, that's a, that's a terrible story. Yeah. You know, what I mean? like boxing. I found boxing. And, and uh, what? How old were you? Are sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, my dad. We lived at Annandale. Okay. And Glee Police Boys was like walking distance. Yeah. And I ended up at Glee Police Boys and boxing there about three, four times a week. And how did you? How did you felt when you walk inside? You're like you know that old. 
I would call the you know like a rocky type you know what I mean 70s movie you know what I mean the uh, boxing with Mickey you know I mean like it's a smell of the sweat yeah. and everything else like and it, it was yeah. it was a smelly gym it was there was no sophisticated equipment like no. today like you know I mean having showers you no, know like disinfectant for the hands and it was it was one big room <laughs> no windows <laughs> okay and they had a roller door yeah and the roller door was open whenever the coaches wanted the roller door yeah. open yeah so it was pretty it was hardcore hardcore and old school boxing eh yeah, and Loved when it. when you walked in, you found your coach, or coach found you. Or? Yeah, I found my coach. A, a gentleman called uh, Jock Campbell. He was a retired police sergeant. Yeah, um, boxing coach turned boxing coach, and he, um, I just fell in love. Left, I fell in love with him. Yeah, and fell in love with boxing. Did you go back on a footy field and uh, told the guys afterwards, like, listen, I'd like to play with you again, but my way? <laughs> no, my way. Yeah, I, did, I never said that to him. But a cu- couple of my friends used to come down and box with me just for fitness and that. Um, but I, like I, I, I knew that boxing was my forte when I decided oh. to do that. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Well, now, now the second guest of ours. As I mentioned, and I always say this, you know, I'm going to repeat things so you can in, associate yourself with the, our guests. The wonder kid, you know, the smart kid, who is with 13 years, who was a 13 years old playing with uh, Julia Assange. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but Julia Assange was using computers to shut down the network and hack. But what did you do when you turned in, old John? Share with us. Okay. Don't worry, you're not going to prison now. Right. I think I'll that people t- forgive I'll tell you. you. I'll, I'll t- yeah, I exactly. I've, I've, I actually end up working for DOD in this technology in radio. Um, I would say uh, it was... Um, when I started, uh, I was probably about... You know, it would have been probably about either 13 or so. It was when I was um, looking at uh, 60 and, um, Dick Smith uh, 60 and 1 Science Lab and I had walkie-talkies and, and my parents, you know, what they year, didn't... What, what year was that? Oh, it would have been uh, maybe towards 89, 88. Oh, okay, after Chernobyl, like okay, yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and what, what happened was, was my parents didn't want to give me a CB radio. So I thought, I'm going to make my own one. There you go. So I got the 60-in-1 science pack from Dick Smith Electronics oh. from, from Tandy, and then I, I put that together with my walkie-talkie. That's cool. And then there was a mate called Lee, uh, and he lived, you know, pretty much. What I did was I, I, I don't know how I did it, but I switched everything from the shed to the horizon line. Okay. Uh, I, I, <laughs> like, I, I switched probably... <laughs> So all the emergency channels I had control of, Whoa. and all I had was I had the antenna with you know stuck on with the, with the blue tack <laughs> in an old shed, and uh, yeah, cool, no, man. it was bloody amazing. So I think so um, like I didn't have was a permit. It was amazing and, uh, for you. But how did you know you shut down the radios? Oh, because Lee actually told me. So he said, he said <laughs> my mate, my mate at, at school is going. Did you realise I couldn't get any signal anywhere? So <laughs> you shut down the signal. I shut down. But but who was to know that I, I end up uh, graduating at Swinburne? Uni in in uh, in um, radio yeah. and television oh, wow. and uh, and then uh, and then I did like the DOD projects and and our for those who don't understand what DOD yeah. stands for it's the Department of Defence yeah and uh, basically uh, all the comms um, and working on those projects so you know to help our soldiers communicate yeah, uh, yeah. In, in obviously warfare and things so it's yeah. it was a very honourable thing mm. but going back to um, Dennis's. Uh, you know, back uh, I remember being fit, so fit before, and running 14k's from Mentone Beach to Black Rock and back. And I used to do that every year, and and, and even like during you know um, 
lunch times and things. Yeah. I was so fit because running on the beach, as you know, is is harder than running on concrete. Hundred percent, it's really hard. So it's it's not easy. Yeah, um, I know. I run every day. So and <laughs> and, and uh, I tried to do it here in Sydney, but you know, Mar- Mario Fennick, uh, you know, he pretty he pre- yeah. basically told me I can't run Maroubra Beach because it's his beach. So, um, <laughs> <Nah>. and uh, <laughs> well, we'll come back to this one later. We will take a short break. You're listening a while, ninety point five FM. I can see that Dennis and John have the good fun. So, like, you know, we're gonna take a short break. <laughs> hey, fellas, need a new suit? Let's see Mike Sampson Clothier at Winston Hills. He's some great business suits. In fact, suits for any special occasion. Mike also has a complete range of accessories such as business or formal shirts, ties, belts, and shoes, as well as plenty of casual wear for the season ahead. Mike Sampson Clothier is located at Shop 21, Winston Hills Mall, and is a proud sponsor of Monday Magazine with Happy Jack. And, of course, your sound, your community, 90.5. You're listening to a live 90.5, your great hits radio station. From Beach Boys to Beyonce, we sound different because we are different. Alive 90.5, your favourite radio community station.
pierde su alegría a la vez que mi cuerpo envejece solo te ruego que me Insight Intelligence Group, specialising in Australian corporate investigations and information risk management, workplace investigations, competitor analysis, social media intelligence, reputational risk management, internal or external investigations. Professional and proactive, Insight Intelligence Group works with you to ensure the success of the investigation. Australia-wide or global, facts, not opinion. 02882-9837. Insightintelligence.com.au Station Sponsor. Welcome back to the studio, Live 19.5 Business Insights with Mario. Uh, to our listeners who join now in our conversation, we have the two extremely, truly, truly, truly extremely uh, guests, uh, and I'm really, really privileged and honored to have them in the studio. Dennis, uh, Angry Ant, and John Rossiti. I, I try to repeat uh, Dennis' name, but that's like, you know, by the end of the show, I'm pretty sure I'm going to learn. So, Dennis again. Giacomelos. Giacomelos. Okay, I don't want to spell that one because it's going to be, going to be bad. Um, well, the reason why I'm saying that our guests are very special because they're both uh, uh, gentlemen in our studio, both our guests are very successful people in their lives. You know? And uh, however, if somebody can talk about uh, hitting the obstacles in life, they are both of those our guests. But I'll continue with that. With that. Dennis Giacomellis, did you say correctly? Giacomellis, yes. <laughs> you deserve another. You got it. <laughs> and uh, AKA Angry Ant, Angry Ant Boxing. Uh, we'll come to this later. So we stopped, uh, oh, before we take the break conversation, you decide your father told you, okay, Dennis, enough about footy. You are five foot one. You're very light, and the other guy's gonna, you know, injure you, and you sustain some injuries there, and then you decide to go into boxing because your daddy says, like, at least you can, you know, you want to fight, fight somebody who's your size and your weight, and then you go into the PCYC, correct? Or? Yes, PCYC in um, in Glebe. How old we are? Sixteen. And when was your first fight? Well, I I I, I boxed down in Glebe for about five years. Yeah. But um, where was your first fight? My first. We had a lot of in-house fights, and we used to uh, fight other uh, police boys clubs. So we used okay. to travel. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, this. So I started. So I started at sixteen. I met Karen when I was twenty. Yeah. And then from from about twenty t- for the next ten years, we had th- uh, three daughters. Yeah. So my dad. We had a little gym at home in my dad's garage. I trained there, and then I met a, a man that had a gym in Randwick. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, actually in Coogee first. Coogee. It was um, Black Belt Pro Gym. His name was Bruce Townell, a very good friend of mine. And I started uh, boxing there, um, then became an instructor, uh, got on board with a company called Punch Fit as well. 
Um, and that so was when you were 16, you you started fighting. Mm. How did you felt? You know, I mean, preparation for the fight. Tell 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 our listeners. What's the experience? It's like I can't justify this. I yeah. know I'm doing something. What's called boxing? Yeah, it's so-called box. You know what I mean? It's not even box, but I'm trying. You know what I mean? To conquer the world with <laughs> with what I'm doing. But thing it is, most of the people who listen, or you know, in all sometimes there's no TVs. You know I mean? Around so people listen radio, but now you can, but they can watch and and um, in the comfort of their home or their offices. And everybody, you know, holding the beer one hand, it's like, I can do this, I can do this, it's easy, I smash him, this, this, this. Tell me your experience before the first fight. Did you have that, like, you know, did you feel uncomfortable? Oh, very ner- yeah, very nervous, yeah? very nervous. Um, in boxing, like, even now as a coach, um, we tell, we say to the kids and adults that are trained, and I will say to you, Mario, when you fight soon, we say to them, if you tick all the boxes, yes, um, Hopefully the you know that that will get you uh, over the over the line. If if you know if you've done all the preparation and you know deep down inside that you haven't taken any shortcuts, if the other man is better than you, so be it. Yeah, um, yeah. But we never want our our kids to um to lose because of they're not fit enough or they're not ready enough or they're not mentally mm. strong in in fighting in boxing. Yeah. I reckon it's um eighty percent mental, and twenty twenty percent is physical. Yeah. The, ment- the mental the mental part of fighting is so so important why is it so important to be mentally so, so mentally okay yeah because remember in a, in a fight situation in in boxing it's 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 pretty hectic in there like it, you know, it's only in amateur boxing in here in, in, in Australia it's three three two minute rounds um, but it's only six minutes in a boxing ring and people yeah. people get the um, the idea it's oh it's only six minutes it's, I can do this very very easy <laughs> And it's and if you're not prepared mentally and physically, it's your, it's your worst nightmare. Well, I tell something from my experience because you know when I hit my rock bottom six years ago, and uh, you know I have the hurdles in family, and you know it was it was it was, it was a terrible time. And going to boxing actually helping me not just losing weight, but you know regain my old confidence. Yeah, I mean, hundred percent. Yeah, and rebuild my old confidence, which you know for some reason mentally was being you know diminished, was being destroyed. But I do remember um, my, 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 my first coach, Tanya um, uh, Duncan. Um, you know, she's a happy girl. You know her. She's lovely. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And I mean, she was, she was always telling me, don't worry, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. But, you know, the moment you step into the ring, it's actually, I was, I was, you know, all this audience, you know what yes. I mean? And, you know, everybody's yelling what to do, how to yeah. do it. But these six minutes in the ring, it's actually like eternity. And yeah. I do remember the first round, I said to her, it's like, are we done yet? She's are we like, done? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And yeah. she says, no, it's first round. It's like, a yeah. <gasps> you know, first it's painful. People think it's it's not painful. It's it's painful. Every hit, it's it's painful. But 100%. what it, what kills me was actually mentally, I was not ready, you know what I mean, for the second round. I was thinking it's already done in yeah. two minutes. So that's what it is. So tell me, your successes in boxing so yeah so as a youngster um before like in those first few um years the first five years from what i remember i had nine nine fights against other police boys clubs yeah then retired then i came back and fought i didn't fight again until i was 51 i had a double hit replacement in 2008 um and in 2013 came back and then i had 12 12 boxing fights sorry sorry sorry, 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 come come back again Mm. So what did you have? Replacement or what? Double hip replacement. And you go fighting? I had 12 fights after that. 
And then after with the hip replacements, with yeah, still hip titanium hips, titanium hips, like, hips, like a Robocop, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, but that's achievement itself, you know, I mean, that you challenge. It was a challenge for myself. Yeah. yeah. So how was, did you? Feel, what did you have the hip, uh, hip replacement due to injury or accident or um, something? Or? I was, I was, I was very lucky. Was, Karen reckons he was my guardian angel. I was training a doctor. Yeah. Um, I, can I say his name? He's a lovely yeah, of man. Course you can, yeah. Of course you can. Doctor, say. Doctor Tony Yusuf. If you're listening out there, man, like oh, God bless you. Yeah. Um, he. He, I was training him and he said to he was, I was limping a little bit. He said to me, what's wrong, Dennis? I go, I'm a bit sore in both, both my groins. Yeah. And he didn't say nothing. Yeah. The next week when he came to the gym, he had a, to re, he had a referral for an, ultra, uh, for an x-ray and a referral for an MRI. He goes, I, I booked you into hospital. I want you to get these done. Yeah. Ten days later, I got the results back and he said to me, hey, how, how sore are you? I said, yeah, pretty sore. <laughs> he goes to me, your both hips are bone on bone. There's no cartilage. Oh my God! Is that due to exercising or is something? Yeah, you know, Mario. That I asked them that. They said to me they 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 they're not a hundred percent sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not a hundred percent sure. But damage was there. I don't know. Damage was there. Yeah. yeah. And then that was two thousand and eight. Um, I kept working until two thousand and um, uh, ten Christmas, yeah. January two thousand eleven. Sixteen days in hospital, six months uh, rehab, two new hips, new life. New life. New life, champion. Oh, yeah. I'm going to come back to this, Dennis. So, John. Yes. So, you travelled from Melbourne. Travelled from Melbourne. met I your wife. Met my wife. You shut down the network in Sydney with the, <laughs> 13 years old. Exactly. And then what's happened with the, with the little John? John I guess, uh, yeah, I'm having, obviously, three children. Yeah. Um, the second one, actually, I delivered in Ramwick Hospital. And uh, this is like a like a like a it was like a magic, you know. Amazing, I mean, like man, you know, yeah. you, you and Dennis, you know, like you agreed, you know, I mean, being in the same yeah. hospital, same time, and everything. Yeah. It was amazing. I actually, when, when I was living at Ramwick, at because um, I was uh, Peru's uh, Road, Peru's. Uh, we, we had a shop there. My father oh, had a shop oh, there. Oh, come on, I've got to shut down the show. So it's close to Ramwick and and, yeah. and close to the spot. Yeah. And and Coogee. That's where the shop. That area. Oh, it's a. It's an, a, an awesome area if you're going for food. Yeah, beautiful. And, and this is the thing. See, I put weight on, you know, with the food and all that. But you must, you must why, have bought why, stuff. Why, why did you put the weight? I think, I think it was... Um, share, share with us. I've got to share it because yeah. it, is, it is hard because there's always been friction with my mum and, and my wife and, yeah. and, and it, it's really hard, I, you know... To balance it. Try to balance that with the family because, yeah. you know, your in-laws and, and stuff. But I've always got along well with my wife's mum mm-hmm. um, I know as a child we used to go we used to uh, drive our Holden um, Kingswood yeah. and uh, <laughs> we'd, we'd be you know going back and forth the Hume Highway and yeah. sometimes the Princess Highway yeah. so Princess Highway not Princess yeah. Highway <laughs> so all the, every, all the Italians and you know the Greeks out there they were on Princess Highway it's, like, it's actually Prince Highway Princess Highway yeah, yeah. Uh, possibly S so, so and, and, are you, and, making, you, know, fun and, of, are you uh, making fun of me now John no 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 um, but uh, but uh, we we used to we used to do the, all the stops and stuff, and as I said, yeah, you know, trying to uh, get family from Melbourne and and you know making that you know sort of work with the family in Sydney because um, I've always been a traveller and I like going to different places mm. and stuff and mm-hmm. and uh, and also making a holiday place a home and stuff yeah. and. Uh, you know, going through all those, you know, where we had the, recently had the fires. Um, yeah. It's very sad because I used 100%. to we used to go through there and used to fish through there. 
like you know like in Eildon and okay. you know going you know even at Bega and and you know going back into Victoria yeah, yeah. beautiful but, area yeah so that's what that's the reason why you put away I, I put on weight more because you know yeah it's just you know sometimes disagreement with family and you don't speak your family for years uh, so you want to say and like, then do you want to describe this as a like you know you suppress it your mentally you know I mean uh, yeah. the, the balance in you like you know it's being moved you know I mean you, you try to suppress your feelings not to fight nobody so you turn yourself to comfort it, to the food right exactly I so. did you know I mean I'll tell yeah, you I, 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 I did you know what I mean yeah, yeah. I, I would say because I've been a mediator in the family and I don't want to make anyone upset yeah and you know when you come from a, a Italian uh, background but and obviously you know um we're not just Italian, but we've also yeah. got you know, ancient Greek and heritage, and and you know we're very um, family orientated, and you don't want to sort of bring dishonour to the family yes. and who you marry, you know dowries and all these other systems that even they have in India, so yeah, yeah. Have friends all around the world, yeah. and there are similarities in different cultures, but. It's like, oh, you know, uh, dude, you want you get your father's or your mother's blessing, you know, with yeah. your wife and, and, that didn't and happen, all those sorts of things. That didn't happen, it, so it didn't or? happen, like, you know, obviously, uh, there's always, you know, when... when there's we, a reasons here, yeah. yeah you know, when, when, we, uh, when we got married and, you know, I really wanted my parents there and, you know, I just, you know, mum, mum was kind of self-destructive and, you know, she probably would have... You know, so what was your maximum yeah. weight? What was your maximum weight? My maximum weight if was, you can uh, share with that, and, it was actually 125 kilos. Okay. And I that that's was, a light that compared a to lot, my one. Man. Like and <laughs> I felt like see I, when I used to stand, I felt like my my feet were always sore, and I yeah. felt my, my, my my shins were buckling. You know. How long you were the, you were pushing that, aside that well, you're not it, put over over a 20 year period because I I came here in 99. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I worked with Fox Studios and I worked with uh, Tim Bailey and okay. we did like the, oh, that's the um, artificial yeah, yeah, yeah. artificial surf wave yeah. uh, with at Fox Studios. And, oh, you're going to tell us uh, this one, yeah. That was awesome. So I was very, like, you know, I was very, you know, cool, trendy, you know, and I was yeah. with all the, you know. Uh, so you want to say all the cool people around you nice and skinny. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And so then you would I, I'd be like, I, I used to manage like even, uh, you know, the Millennium Parties at Home Nightclub. Yeah. And there'd be like ten security guards in there in each level, and yeah. and I was, you know, I, I looked good, you know, I was quite cut, you know, yeah. um, like my brother, you know, he had six pack. I not cut to the point that he probably was, because he, he looked like Hercules, you know, yeah. um, you know, and and he had like all the all your muscle, because I, I was yeah. also a sculptor, so yeah. I, I I studied the bones and the anatomy, yeah. like uh, like you do, you know, like um, Da Vinci, you know, yeah, yeah. the Renaissance type. You know, yeah. artist. So, so for twenty years you were ignoring your overweight. I think so. I was I was caring about others, mm-hmm. and I wasn't caring about myself. Yourself, yeah, and, how and did I you, think yeah. that. Yep. So, and what makes you? What was the moment when you say like, okay, I join a city. Okay, it was my I'm, kids. I'm divorcing myself from that weight. Or yeah, yeah. it was my kids because mm. I thought, geez, I want to. I've got three girls. Yep. and I want to be there. Um, for you know, for their weddings, yeah, all their all these so the baptisms, weddings, whatever you know, and uh, confirmation, and I want to be there, you know, in their lives, in the important, and also I know that I can do it because the you know my my ancestors they they lasted like a hundred, yeah. you know, ninety six, ninety seven years old. So for me to lose a lot of this weight because I've lost 
lost uh, almost twi- uh, 30 kilos. Yeah, well, that's cool. So about 28 kilos. So, Dennis, can I ask you something? Yeah. Sorry, John, to interrupt you. Yeah. Dennis, people come to you. Yes. You know, <clears throat> people like me. You know, yeah. I have a different agenda, but that's like, you know, I know I'm overweight. And I was like, you know, I was discussing myself recently on one trip. In, I mean, I was on a pool. Um, and um, I said to myself, like, Mari, this is like, you know, even I lost the weight, you know, I mean, I'm still not happy. You know what I mean? yeah. And even yesterday when I was doing exercise with you, I realized I'm, I, I think I'm carrying far too much weight on me. Yeah. Um, so, like, you know, I need to press more. But, you know, like, let's just say people like myself, I don't want to say like a John comes yeah. to you yeah. very often. Did they say, I want to lose the weight or they say to you Dennis I, I just want to I just want to fit my clothes How, tell me tell me experience most people like when when I get new people come to me for training yeah. um, I always ask them what is your reason to come to me do you want to yeah. and most of them are pretty honest most of them will say to me I want to I want to lose weight yeah. I want to feel better yeah. I want to learn the skills of boxing yeah Put that all together, and that's that's well, where I want to bash. I want to bash the boyfriend. Yeah, I want to bash boyfriend. The Mike's girlfriend. No, I will do this. Sale. <laughs> all these reasons. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, all these reasons. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I, most people sort of they want to they want to feel better. They want to look better. They want to try to lose the weight, yeah. and they know that boxing is one of the ultimate bo- uh, sports where you can look better and feel better, and you'll get results. But you have to also have a good diet. Okay. I, well, now we're coming to the second part of our show. So, you know what I mean? We take a short break. And then we're now talking about obstacles in life and the mental health. You're listening to Live 90.5 Business Insights with Mario. And we'll take a short break. You're listening to a Live 90.5. You're right about the diet. Oh, you know, my... my I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me. When you hold me in your arms so tight, you let me know. Everything's alright I'm on a feeling I'm high on believing That you're in love with me Lips as sweet as candy It's tasty song
the good love when we're all alone. Keep it up, girl. Yeah, you turn me on. Welcome back to the studio. You're listening to live 19.5 Business Insights with Mario. Now, as I mentioned before, like I always introduce our guests, Dennis and John Rossetti in our studio. Dennis, angry and boxing, only reason why this is because he was working night shift with his wife and uh, he, you know, he was sharing some justice <laughs> in the courts. <laughs> that was a long, long, that was the last century, Dennis, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was, uh, I'll tell you when it was, 2000, about 2007. Uh, 2007. <laughs> uh, everybody who is interested in uh, joining our show live, please go to the Mario Becker's Instagram. And if you have any questions, please you know drop the line for our guests. Now, Dennis, we spoke before we took the break. John, he uh, expressed his uh, disappointment that 20 years actually he was um, carrying you know extra yep. weight. Like myself, let me understand. It's not John that you're fat or anybody fat. Mario Beckes is still fat, but I'm going to have my six-pack. So, people come to you, Dennis, and say, like, I want to learn the boxing skills and everything else. And then you you mention something. Okay, I can teach you. You can lose the weight, but you talk about dieting. Why dieting? 100%. So, Mario, you know, I get people that train with me, and they go to me, Dennis, I'm not losing weight. And I say to them, can you write down for me what you've eaten the last three days? And they come back with a piece of paper. Yeah. And I go, well, you're not going to lose weight. What, it can't, it's very, very simple. I yeah. say to him, if you're, for example, if you're extending 1,000 calories a day yeah. and you're eating 1,500 calories a day, you're not going to lose weight. If it's vice versa, you're going to lose weight. If you're, if you're eating 2,000 calories a day yeah. and you're exercising and moving around and you're, and you're, and you're using up 2,500 calories a day, you're going to lose weight. It's okay. as simple as that. Why is it simple as that? Like, why, why does it work? Like, we, we, we're seeing on TV, I'll come back to, you know, to myself. Mm. Um, I know when I train with Tanya and uh, my last two fights, and I mean that was the biggest biggest uh, hurdle. What are you eating, Mario? You know I mean yeah. because you don't losing you don't losing enough weight. I we train twice per day, and I mean you 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 sweating a lot. You know and I mean and then I realized during the day I was so good, mm. so great. You know what I mean and then ten o'clock at night, yeah, TV and uh, snacks. Hello, snacks. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I mean, yeah, but that, that's that's correct, Karen. You know what I mean? But I said, like, you know, I mean, I learned a hard lesson because it's like it's pointless. You know, you're killing yourself during the day. How did you lose weight, John? I, I had to give up on the shapes, yeah. basically. Yeah. Those shapes were killing me. 100%. I've had to lose. I've had to lose um, salami because we used to love <laughs> salami. <laughs> you know, and 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 uh, I guess the pasta. You know, what I've had, I've had to cut down the portions. Yeah. So it wasn't that I was eating junk food because I've, I've never really ate junk food until like the tuck shop days when we have the, you know, the pies and the chips yeah. and things like that. And like herb chips and, you know, you put your... I, even feta, you know, yeah. this is something I've had to pull out. Uh, maybe change it to ricotta. Yeah. But a little bit of, you know, different cheeses, you know. I tried it. But but how I lost it was really, I think, uh, you know, the apple cider and the vinegar, this mother. Yeah. This seems to help a lot. So what did you say? Just the vinegar and what do you say? Oh, you, what you do, um, it's like a skipping girl. It's made in Italy, and uh, and I, I tried it. My wife bought it, and I thought, all right, you put you put a <laughs> teaspoon of that in water. It tastes <laughs> it tastes pretty bad, you know. But but you know what? If it's going to make you look good, and yeah. and and it's going to make you uh, digest the food better, and you know, 
take those kilos off, you know, then how you did do you, it. How did you feel? How did you feel when you knew that you're overweight and all these family issues and everything else? How did you feel inside yourself? <sighs> yeah, you know, you just feel, you know, not how this not, is not not yeah. to get, not, you know. There were times where I said, oh, you know, I'm going to just give up and throw the towel in, and you know, and then. What do you mean, throw the towel? You know, I just, you know, give up let yourself, it, or yeah, just you know, sort of let yourself go, you know, you know, rather than, you know, be it. it and and I, I would agree with Dennis. It is eighty percent mental. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And I've thought, all right, if I'm an intelligent guy, I'm I knew what to, the John City is a you know, doctor. He's a PhD. You know, the hacking thing. So, like, we're going to come to this as well, yeah? yeah? <laughs> I can't. Just don't look me up, guys. <laughs> yeah. But uh, um, basically, I, I'd, I'd studied at Monash University, went to Swinburne, and then I went to New South here at, at Kenzo, and then then went to UTS, and then I sort of said, all right, I'll, you know, move to somewhere else, Sydney. And I tried them all, you yeah. know. I probably went to about five different unis, and then I, I, I even uh, taught at Central Queensland University. So yeah. I had all these students. Like I'd be training like 3,000 international students and they all look good. I was always quite heavy. Yeah. And now when your students are telling you you look heavy and you're leading and you've got to lead by example, by example mm-hmm. um, you, you don't look, you know, you've got all these leadership qualities and you've got, you know, you have a leadership role, but, you know, you look like a fat cat, you know. Yeah. Did and you feel? In, did you feel? In, I feel felt like a fat cat, you know, and uh, just not as in fat cat like bankers because yeah, I did yeah. work with them too. Um, but the the thing was, it, you just you didn't feel that you were in control of, say, like the lesson or you know if you if you're educating yeah. someone, whether you're doing mentoring and stuff. I think you need to look fit and cut, mm, you know. And mm. my and I, I I I used to, you know, I used to always look at you know. Look at a lot of Hollywood, uh, you know, stars like you know, um, uh, you know, um, the Spartacus, you know, the the the, the chapter um, yeah, yeah, yeah. that passed away. Um, Kirk Douglas, Kirk, Kirk Douglas, Douglas, you know, he, yeah. I, I used to look at all this. Yeah, Kirk Douglas, and I actually, I got to meet um, uh, Tony Curtis. Tony Curtis, yeah. wow! And so they were always looking good, these yeah, guys, yeah. and uh, yeah. you know, and always. You admired yeah. that you did. You look at and uh, you know Jeff and uh, and Rock, Mario Rocky, Fennis. Rocky Balboa. Look, Rocky, right, yeah, Rocky, 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 Rocky exactly. Balboa. But who, <laughs> did, right. did anybody help you on that road? Or I think it was more. I know as teenagers, my brother was always a second faster than me. We were sprint runners, mm-hmm. so we were designed. We were, I was always getting first, so all the, bl- the blue <laughs> blue ribbons yeah. as a child. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? Mum used to give me coffee before the run, <laughs> but and and other kids would never know. You know, like this is at you know uh, at, at school sports. You yeah, know, yeah. I was that, like, was a, that was a red bull. Six. Six. That red bull. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So I think you know, red thanks, thanks to mum, you know, coffee, that coffee, yeah. you know, got me a couple of firsts. There you um, go. <laughs> thanks, mum. <laughs> but but I think uh, I think when I. I, I think the relationship when I left home and not having my, my, my older brother and my younger sister, and you feel like you've come here with a suitcase and you're, you're all alone. Yeah. And I think that loneliness is is what gets you depressed a bit. Yeah. But but what actually helped me was uh, you know you know going to you know joining up you know places like the Rotary. Yeah. You know why does it help you? I think because you're working with like-minded people, yeah, and you and you're in with teams, and and uh, this is how I, you know, like through the Echo Bar and 
creating all things like charities, yeah. um, yeah. all those yeah. sorts of things. And I think it's that mateship. Yeah. I think as Australians, we're searching for that. It, it's good for the guys to have that mateship. But John, it was at that, that, that moment was your lowest point in your life? Or you I done? think so. Yeah. And and uh, to have another guy, you know, to speak to as a, like a 